Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to episode 29 of the Creative Marketing Podcast with me, your host, Angus Boyle. On today's episode, I'm joined by none other than Mr. Owen Beatty and Mr. John Coughlin, co-founders of the now defunct Funky Sock Company, Funky Foot, which is the sock company that the three of us founded in 2016. This episode is entitled The Rise and Fall of Funky Foot Socks, also known as episode 29. Um, And in this show, we're going to be detailing, well, we just sort of roughly, roughly speaking, went chronological order through the process of, you know, from idea to starting the company to, you know, making our first sales, uh, etc. Chat through, you know, things that we learned, things where we did things well, places where we maybe didn't do things as well, where we, we left opportunity on the table or we made mistakes, all in the hopes that, you know, there, there'll be useful information in there for, for people who are listening. Be it that you're thinking about starting something, you have started something, you're in the middle of it, whatever it is. Um... And yeah, I think it's a fucking fun episode. Good to good to chat to the lads and reminisce. It also, I think, definitely sparked the uh, sparked the old excitement for the ideas bug. I don't know, geez, we like just remembering or thinking about how much we basically. You'll hear the story, but we basically just fucking started to crush it, like, and then the whole thing fell apart. All right, yeah. <laughs> I'm just having the same conversation I had with the lads again here with myself. Then the realization is, yeah, two of us just moved to different countries. That was probably not a not a useful move. Um, but sure, look, I needed a job. Uh, being a poker dealer was not paying the bills. Um, but anyway, uh, what else do I say at the start? Don't forget to uh, subscribe, share the podcast with your friends, tell someone else to listen. Help us grow um, and leave a review. All that good jazz. And then also, shout out to our sponsors, artbyengus.com. If you go to artbyengus.com right now, you're going to go to a dead landing page. So, you know, don't bother. Or do if you just want to just double check that I'm calling my bluff. Maybe I'm lying. But the reason for that is the exciting announcement that if you missed it, uh, the website is being relaunched coming on May 11th to celebrate one year of artbyangus.com being alive and serving the public some of the finest uh, abstract art on this fine planet earth um, yeah I've decided to relaunch the website I've been churning out I've been doing a bunch of product photography this weekend um, getting shit ready doing a bunch of extra painting got a load of stuff gonna have um, a beautiful array of products available on the website. Significantly more stock on there than was available before. Um, I also think I've gotten better at painting. So some some better paintings versus some of the older stuff too. Um, but yeah, super excited for that. Um, get pumped. Watch this space. Uh, if you listen to the weekly report, the other, other sort of episode of this podcast that I drop each week which sort of tracks the performance of the podcast performance of the website and social media and all that jazz um, and hoping purely just for the, the thrill of the the weekly report to uh, see some, some nice up spikes in uh, website visitors in well in whatever however many days it is until the 11th when you're listening to this or after maybe it's if it, if you're listening to this and it's after the 11th uh, look at you you can go fucking check out this all out now assuming I mean it might all be sold out so you know you uh, you might have slept on it um, and, and missed your chance but anyway I digress Funky Foot Socks it was a fucking wonderful experience with two wonderful men um, and I hope you enjoy the uh, telling of the story. Who knows? Maybe, maybe there's another chapter of the Funky Foot story yet to be written. Wouldn't that be magical? Wouldn't that be? And we could look back at this podcast thinking, "Oh, I remember that." Anyway, fucking here we go. Uh, I hope you enjoy the show. I sure did. Welcome to the Creative Marketing Podcast. Here we go. John Coughlin, Owen Beatty, welcome to the show. What's the crack? How are you doing, bud? Thanks for having me. Fucking 
Thanks for coming on, lads. It's, uh, I'm very excited to uh, tell the story of the finest sock company that ever lived, uh, Funky Foot Socks. Why don't you uh, both give a, if you want to, brief intro? Uh, I don't know. I don't know what you want to say, but I'll just put you on the spot. Yeah, sure. Um, about how Funky Foot went, or... Mm. We'll get there. We'll get to that point, I guess. Just about ourselves. Yeah. Introduce yourself to the listeners who don't know who you are. I'm sure lots of them will know who you are, but... Um, well, my name's Owen Brady, and I'm from Dublin, and I run a small bus company. And I started it actually at the same time I started Funky Foot. I used to work in a bank before that. And at the time I was working in the bank, I was like, ah, thinking about starting a bus company or starting a stock company. So went with both. (laughs) (laughs) And then one turned out better than the other. (laughs) 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 And then we'll get to that. We'll get to that in the the order of proceedings for sure. (laughs) And then here we are today. In 2021, and Funky was started back in 2016, wasn't it? I think so. That's the yeah. what the label said. Established yeah. 2016. That's it. That's it. Um, and then that's about me, really. Love it, man. A few words is our own. Howdy, everyone. My name is John Coughlin. Um, yeah, I was one third of Funky Foot. I currently work in recruitment um, for uh, I, I recruit temporary contract and interim accounting and finance. So uh, pretty exhilarating uh, <laughs> at the end of the day. Um, yeah. Um, yeah. Kind of put the entrepreneurial career behind me for uh, where I put it on pause, let's say, um, for, for a couple of years before we can get back into things. And uh, yeah, just grinding away here uh <laughs> grind my way uh here in dublin but uh yeah yeah that's pretty much me uh 160 wins and resurgence in call of duty Warzone. <laughs> he's absolutely um, obsessed <laughs> taking him off the thing um well it's apologies if you're listening to the podcast mum uh but Funky Foot Socks, we was a company born out of a mutual love of cannabis, uh, and so I'm going to get stoned throughout this episode, uh, because all company business was conducted while high, and it would be improper and in disrespect to the company to not get high while having this conversation. So, now I'm just going to smoke a one-hitter. Fair play, Tingus. join in with that. Next time. I should have warned you. Um, so... That's the first. <laughs> I wrote out some notes ahead of this of just sort of the rough timeline. And the first thing I wrote down, <coughs> sorry, speaking of a love of cannabis, was Hotbox Apartment. Uh, I hope I hope you're fine with this level of detail about cannabis use in the podcast, lads. I didn't run it by you before, but I mean, what are they going to do? Arrest us? Um, yeah, you didn't talk about that at all. Well, I was going to hopefully talk about it. Sure, might as well go for it. Yeah, we're here now. I've done it now. Uh, I'm not editing it out. (laughs) 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 Um, But the first thing I wrote down was Hotbox Apartment because that was what I fondly, John and I used to live together. I think that was the. the sort of first piece of the history of the the company Funky Foot was us moving in together. in an apartment fondly known as the Hotbox, because, I mean, there was a lot of... <laughs> it was a lot of done in that apartment. God, those, those were good times. Oh, great times up at Carrick Mines, sitting in that apartment. And I think I was there probably maybe four nights a week, probably, at least. Probably, probably more. You were <laughs> and then the unofficial on third couch. resident, for sure. <laughs> and then somehow keeping my job in the bank. Yeah. And then... Yeah, that was impressive. Mm, and playing rugby. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. Jesus, yeah. Um The other thing that stands out about that apartment in my mind was the shopping baskets because we used to just sometimes go shopping 
and just walk out of the shop with our groceries in a basket and just so bring weird. them home because we were too lazy. Well, open the booth. Well, open the booth. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and the Yaris as well. Yeah, the, oh, the Yaris. Yaris. Wow, that was brilliant. Thing. What a car. Glorious. Um, but yeah, so we, we definitely, uh, I think, a common common practice in those days was uh, thinking about different potential business ideas. Um, I remember one for sure, which was going to be called Betify, which was like a, an affiliate website for sports betting. That one definitely happened before Funky Foot. Does anyone remember any others that we, uh, uh, any other ideas that never came to me? What was it? Uh, one to Remember Tours? That was another one, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, the pub crawl. And we almost got there with that one. Yeah. Well, you you say we almost got there. We literally just went on one quote-unquote pub crawl where we just got hammered with everyone. We were like, this is really fun. For the actual event, though. Great crack. I got, yeah, getting incredibly drunk for that. That was a great night. Drinking babies out of my shoe. <laughs> Walking around Tampa Bar. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. That um cracking that American. Oh, bad times. <laughs> I think um <laughs> I think part of the goal I have for this podcast is to inspire anyone who's either thinking about starting a business or in the process of starting a business or has recently or or has ages ago with any of the lessons we've learned along the way. Uh so there's not that like, this isn't necessarily a lesson, but more uh if someone has a, a desire to start a business, there's one right away for you. Pub crawls, where you play fun games with people on the pub crawl. Trust us, we tested it out, and the feedback Definitely was positive. Yeah. Um, you just need to get past getting drunk yourself to be able to execute it, I think. <laughs> yeah. It'd be a great like, college venture, I think, I'd say. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Like, doing a little side time muscle instead of just... Well, you'd be drinking anyway, so... <laughs> That'd be good fun, and then getting paid to do it. Sounds dreamy. Um, it does sound dreamy. So we went through those those different ideas. I remember it. I don't know if you guys remember any better. It. I mean, we said born out of a mutual love of smoking cannabis. Um, I'm pretty sure we were just the three of us getting high one day, and that's where the entire idea came from. If I'm not remembering it correctly which i mean yeah. there's a good chance i am remembering it correctly so I, I i remember the three of us were sitting there because betify and one to remember tours they'd all come prior to to funky fuss and, yeah and, and the problem i think we were deliberating was like we need something that we can like just get to market and sell and be earning money straight away and we were scratching our brains scratching our brains and then mr alan Beatty just goes what about socks like actually that's not a bad idea that is not a bad idea and then i think in the in the the two weeks after that we had reached out to china out to different suppliers we had you know the 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 makings of a very basic website and ideas on on how to map out what we were trying to do and it kind of it it all happened quite quickly from what i can remember yeah we did go through the catalog looking at different ones, getting onto different sock companies, seeing what they had on the market, and then going from there, really. So you lads say it as, it sounds like you remember it as a couple of weeks. I I honestly remembered it as being like in one night. We just had that idea and we're like on (laughs) Alibaba and fucking bought the socks. Because I can remember designing the logo in Word. Like we literally, our our logo was pick a cool font in Microsoft Word, highlight it in one color, change the font to a different color, then screenshot that. And that was the logo that was on the first however many thousands of pairs of socks. (laughs) And we didn't want to get any samples either. Yeah, yeah. We we no samples, just straight ordering. like Straight into it. 3,000 pairs of socks. Yeah. So we did put research in, did we? I don't remember that. I, I, I think it was over about a week, I'd say. Yeah. Uh, it, Max. The, the hardest part was, I was the one who got stuck having to try to communicate with all these suppliers in China. Uh, <laughs> and they had terrible broken English and I had absolutely zero Chinese. Nah. Uh, I think I think it was maybe the fourth or the fifth supplier that we got onto. We were like, okay, not bad. You can do this. And yeah, three weeks later, Two massive bales and socks arrived. Oh my god! <laughs> that was it. Was um, a great day. 
Yeah, it was. That was such a good day. Also, I think probably one of the last times I wore non Funky Foot socks since 2016. Really? Still wearing them? Yeah, man. Are you not? Um, <laughs> I've gone on to more sports socks. But I still oh, have yeah. loads of Funky Foot there. <laughs> John's there representing. Yeah, for you. My beautiful feet. Uh, <laughs> um. Any tips of anything you think for people who are considering that grind of looking through Alibaba, finding suppliers? I mean, I don't think our strategy was necessarily the best. Of just, just pick one and order loads. No, straight to it. Order loads. Get, get samples. Get samples. Make sure your sizes are correct. <laughs> um, and yeah, shop around. Talk to, talk to numerous different suppliers. Don't just kind of pick one and go for it. Yeah, uh, maybe try to get samples off maybe five different suppliers and then with your packaging on it. See what see what looks best and then go yeah, from there really. Because ours came out and then there was like spelling mistakes and all. God, that oh, was yeah. on the back. Batch. That was the second batch. And then ordered, right? That was funny. One of the labels was actually upside down as well. <laughs> so we went to one of the suit shops one day that we had we foot in and then the first thing they said to us was like yeah you know these are upside down that's and we were like uh really we're just like, uh yeah we'll look into this try to get that changed going forward but we were i suppose we were really lucky that we 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 straight away we started trying to get into to local markets as well around the city uh i thought that yeah was, that was like yeah that was like it was selling 101 right it was mm. so, well, so i i think there's a step before that yeah i completely agree and we'll definitely get to that but i think before so i think we we sort of were planning and waiting for those socks to arrive for a good while they did arrive then i remember like that day we were going ham on social media like posting pictures because it was like it was a side to behold because it was like huge bales of socks like bigger than any of us and it was like us around the socks but i think yeah, yeah. In, and I, the reason I bring it back to this is because I think it's like doing it in chronological order makes the most sense for especially someone listening who's like in the process of doing it or thinking about doing it, etc. One thing I think that we the first thing we did was before any markets or before the website or anything, just by just, posting that stuff on social media, there was an initial wave of people who bought who we like mm. went out and delivered the socks to them. You know, it was like, I'll take three pairs just on like DMs and Instagram almost. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that was even, there was a stage before that. So we ordered socks and then I think there was about six weeks before they arrived. And every week, maybe two or three times a week, we go to Starbucks in Black Rock and yeah. then plan out what we're going to do when the socks arrived. We had to pick a name for the company and then decide what each of us was going to do. So that was actually a really fun stage. Yeah, agreed. Planning everything out, getting exactly what we needed to do when they arrived, and then going from there. Yeah, that's true. And I think, yeah, the fact that we had planned about like posting on social media and stuff definitely helped. Mm. Um, we would learned quite a bit about that through Betify, right? And, and, and yeah. they were definitely lessons carried forward of, right, we actually need to have a... Um, a timeline and a plan yeah. strategy for social media and yeah you know, getting out and creating as much content as possible like those were also great days the three of us would go out smoke a doofer and, and, and go out and uh, be taking the most photos <laughs> photo shoots of Kalani <laughs> Hill and shit yeah that was yeah. very fun yeah yeah, yeah the Jesus were some good days yeah, yeah. <laughs> and to Hout one day I think as well the cliffs yeah, all all these pictures still still uh, visible at Funky Foot. Is it Funky Foot? Funky Foot Socks? What? Yeah, Funky Foot. At Funky Foot Socks. Uh, to to see the the it's now an archive of history, but it uh, the pictures are still there. Um, the website link will send you to an error page, but the, but the pictures are still there. Um, <laughs> one thing I think thinking about it is those initial sales where it was like people messaging us and stuff we may have done one or two times but we i think we should have made more of a meal out of that on social media of like tagging people and like making sure every time we did that we posted pictures because i think that's a great way early on to like if people see other people are buying a product i think that can influence more people to buy them as well you know what i mean mm -hmm, mm -hmm. 
it's nice like really organic really great content that you can be you know proud to show exactly yeah. yeah maybe i feel like was the thing on Instagram where you tagged someone in a story even the thing then? I think I think I feel like think we were still was. posting on Snapchat stories yeah. when we first yeah. did this. Snapchat yeah. was a big t- one back around those Snapchat times. Snapchat was the shit. I loved oh, Snapchat. Class. So good in fairness. But yeah, that died a death pretty quick. Well, I say it died a death, it died a death no. in the over twenty five category. Like yeah. <laughs> yeah. It just got destroyed by Instagram. Yeah, yeah, ruined. And we we're like, ah. Oh, I remember that conversation, like, ah, oh, they're never going to get rid of Snapchat just because... Yeah, like, oh, I'm never oh, going to do Instagram <laughs> stories. They're so shit compared to yeah. Snapchat. <laughs> they just took over. <laughs> um, so then, yeah, though, so we, we had those initial sales. Did we... Did we... Had we planned to go into markets? Was that like an early plan or did that develop? How did that come about? That was that was from the get go. Yeah, it was, was always like, a thing. Yeah, I was like, I, once I was the socks like, arrived, we had our slot booked in the markets, and then <laughs> just went from there. That's it. Was it was Hoth the first, or was the Bernard Shaw the first? I think Hoth was first. I think Hoth was first. Yeah, the Bernard Shaw was definitely my favorite. <laughs> oh, you uh, just, just get wasted there, like about eight points. <laughs> I remember I used to drop you there and then drive out to Houth and then come back at the end of the day and collect you and you'd be fully steamed. Yeah. Smell a drink off you. So good. And they were so chilled there. So like I'd arrive at eleven, market opened at twelve, the bar also opened at twelve. So it's like right, get in there and early, get set up. And then yeah, straight on the points. And like they're so flaked in there as well. So you could be smoking little joints. And uh, who was that dude, man? It was someone that we always used to smoke with. It was like, oh, yeah, the dude, the uh, I mean, he was like, even working the at the markets or anything. The second hand clothing dude, I make us some very nice hush. <laughs> um, the, the drunker I got, the more sales I made in that place, though. Like, that's actually like true. It was so funny, like chasing people around <laughs> chasing people around what else oh, man. <laughs> yeah <laughs> oh, oh, funk yeah. up your feet yeah uh, providing funk to your soul hey. those um yes those markets were fucking seriously fun I'd forgotten how much fun they were they were a lot more fun than like we didn't even make much money on them like by the time we drove out parked there Three of us no. at the stall, and then they were all your expenses. <laughs> <laughs> I still, yeah, we were like, yeah, we, um, I still think if you think about the number of pairs of socks that we sold, I do think it is impressive. Like, we sold hundreds and hundreds of pairs of socks, yeah, yeah. Um, we probably sold and like we were... 1500 pairs of socks in total, yeah, I'd say even closer to two thousand, maybe, yeah, because we've got 2800 total and oh then we got a second order didn't we yeah yeah of like like 1500 or something yeah we, something we had like a big we had, we had over we had ordered in total a cool <laughs> bit over four thousand pairs of socks we uh, so? yeah yeah definitely the, the, the second, second batch was much better than the first batch Second batch yeah. was much better than the first, and we never even put them on the website. I don't think. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh my gosh! We were like, "Yeah, yeah, we'll hang on, we'll hang on, we'll hang on," and and uh, we'll like relaunch it. Just... Yeah, you had a big plan to place things to relaunch it or something. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I was so proud of that website as well. Oh, uh, John, I remember like your first your first go at the website. You were like buzzed away, and I didn't. I didn't know how to break to you that it was. It just looked Crap. so hideous, <laughs> yeah. like that, like super neon blue, and then like this cream color. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was like turquoise and gold, right? Yeah, yeah, I yeah. Oh, yeah, I remember. But uh, but we uh, got the. I think we got the simplified version. It, it, the whole layout of the website that you made was perfect. Once the color scheme changed, I think it was nailed. Yeah, and it was much yeah. more... Man, I think it needed broke. to be like simpler. 
that broke my balls for weeks trying to build that website. So I like I thought I was I thought I was being so smart. We use Shopify and I was like, okay, I don't need to use all these guys who know what they're talking about. I'll just become yeah. uh, I'll become a creator for the website and then I can just try and get in that way and, and see if they'll give me info for free. <laughs> so uh-huh. I test, tested people for weeks and weeks until they finally helped me. But like I still had to get into the back end of the website and, and recode things to ha- try and help the the, the the layout yeah more freely going to dave dave hanlon and be like please please help us <laughs> thanks for help dave i, I, I don't know how to code <laughs> so, yeah <laughs> uh any any advice for someone who's building a shopify website john uh, yeah use the experts they know what they're talking about <laughs> <laughs> but like it's pretty yeah it's pretty straightforward really using shopify yeah like you can create something really, really nice, really, really simple um, for, for, you know, not too much money. Yeah, it's cheap to do it. Easy yeah, to use. Cheap to do. And I think it's about like 15 quid a month or something to, to keep them. They host your website for you on the ads. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think simplicity is key as well. I think like, like plain black and white, simple backgrounds, that sort of shit. Like, don't overcomplicate it because I think that sort of highlights the product more as well. Almost. Yeah, yeah, no, you're absolutely, yeah. especially the products that we have, like your hack, they were so colorful and vibrant and, and eye catching anyway. So, yeah, yeah, right. Um, that was one thing I feel like we never fully unlocked though was the power of the website, definitely, definitely, definitely. Um, I think if we had harnessed that and really kind of doubled down. I think we we could have gotten towards that automation a lot quicker yeah. <laughs> than we had been. Yeah, we actually spent too much time and effort on the markets. I think trying to put effort into that instead of trying to drive the website the whole time. Yeah, yeah. Or yeah. Even putting like paid money behind the website, directing it people to it. Yeah, we just really whenever we did that, we just put money behind like Instagram posts to promote yeah. them rather than like driving. Yeah, like yeah. Straight had I had my search people search for socks online and then find our website through that yeah. instead of going onto our Instagram and going through that, which is a lot less followers than that. Obviously, it would have been more expensive, and then we had to put money into it. But it could have been something we could have really looked at properly. Yeah, for sure. I think the fact that mm. in the markets we're seeing that cash in your hand it's like ah oh, unreal a little bit short-sighted yeah. though you know yeah i think it's like yeah i think the, i think the market's had value as well in like terms of brand building because like people mm. were sort of getting to know us a bit and like you know different like every every person buying that brand is a potential like repeat customer down the line or like someone who's slightly more aware of the brand that sort of thing yeah um so it definitely has value but yeah i think the website also could have um i think if i had my experience now of like having a much better idea around how like advertising on social media works and that sort of thing i might have had a better idea of how to do the advertising with like retargeting of people who've been on the website before and that sort of shit Mm. um although now apple are updating their software and making that harder to do so who knows what the future holds Mm-hmm. Yeah, whenever you get the new iOS, there's going to be a thing that pops up in every single app that tracks your behavior. You have to like opt into the tracking, and like they expect loads of people are going to opt out, and it's going to mean like you know, like the ads where you click on a product and then you're on a different website and you get served an ad for that product. It's yeah. going to make it harder to do that, basically. So, like, fucking Steve Jobs, man. Yeah. <laughs> it's funny though because it's like kind of like Apple versus Facebook and it's kind of Apple just being like <laughs> like just kind of like fuck you Facebook <laughs> and I think there's longer term ways that Apple can sort of monetize and win as a company over Facebook through it so yeah it's interesting uh, market dynamics but then I think the place where had we kept going where I think the future of the business probably had the most potential is because yeah, if we talk about the markets, it's like we'd be going and like a good day, like a really good day, we might have sold thirty or forty pairs of socks, like on a really like best day, 
or like 50 pairs across two. No, I don't think it even did that much in a day ever. Like 40 pairs, 30 pairs. Um, yeah, about but, 30 was probably yeah. what I'd say. I remember our notebooks. <laughs> 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 oh, yeah. That's actually another bit of the process. And I think a part that we did well, really well, actually, is when we got all the socks, naming all of them and giving each sock a different name that had something to, a bit to do with what it looks like. Because yeah. A, that sort of gave it a bit of life on the website, a bit of like brand mm. identity. And it was great for in the market telling like when we were talking to somebody, like telling them the different names of what they were and that sort of thing. Yeah, that was that, that was a uh, uh, <laughs> that was a very stony night. Oh, nice. <laughs> yeah, I remember that. Well, nice. Yeah. Well, we came up pretty well. Snipper, Space Invaders, Yeah, what was your favorite? What was everyone's favorite sock name? Um, um, Snipper. An ode to an ode to the Big Les show. <laughs> yeah, Space Invaders, pretty good. Which one? Oh yeah, Space Invaders. That was like we found out later that it was based off Minecraft, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Someone told us customer uh, one day. Yeah. Oh my kid loves yeah. Minecraft. We were like, yeah. what? It's space <laughs> <laughs> uh, the lemon verde, the lemon verde were they were eight really, weren't they? They were the most that popular. was my that, that was, was my early seller, favorite. Yeah. That was my early favorite. Uh the baked Alaska, what a name. That's probably yeah. the best. That's probably potentially oh, yeah. my favorite name. Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, the fucking what was it called? The ice cream one? Ninety nine. Ninety nine. Yeah, yeah, the one yeah. you're wearing, John, today. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. I think that end I think that now of the ones that I have is the one I prefer the most. Nice. So have you got any if you've got any fresh pairs of those left, BD, reserve me a couple of pairs. Mm, Let's see what I can do. My favorite <laughs> ones still are the uh they were from the second batch. The the green, green and pink ones. With like the, the crosses and the dots. You know the Green ones. and pink ones. Man, the ones mean you were always wearing beauty. I think oh, I had about I, yeah, I know the ones. four big packs of them and I actually wore them to my sister's <laughs> wedding there about three weeks ago. Nice. Yeah. Someone goes, Are you wearing odd socks? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, No. <laughs> I'm wearing brand fucking new socks. Funky will find us. I remember, I just had a flashback there to us in the markets. And <laughs> John, you, you, and someone like someone was like, "I'm not, I'm not sure they're gonna fit me." I think, and you just getting your foot up on the table, be like, "What, what size shoe do you have?" Size fourteen. Yeah. yeah, you were like, "I have a fucking size 14. You put your foot on the table, and then like stretch the sock pretty much as high as your knee. You're like, look, they, look, they're huge. <laughs> but yet they were weirdly functional, like. They would fit your size 14 feet, and like some with size five feet, they fit fine as well. It was they yeah. like fit everyone yeah. weirdly effectively. One size fits all, yeah. <laughs> really, I've never seen it so true as a statement, though. Yeah, big time, big except time. for those small ones that we got, you know, the anchor socks, mm. they were like size six. Nice. I also liked the socks, still do. I, 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 I wasn't I, a fan, to be honest. I hated them. I yeah, like, same. I was like, I can see oh, the practicality nice. of getting them in, but now they've grown, actually grown on me quite a bit, and I, I, I enjoy wearing with them. A, with yeah. a pair of shorts, they're great. Yeah, we got about six hundred pairs of them, I think, as well. We may, may <laughs> way too many. Yeah, when we were ordering, that's that's the thing about ordering samples. Like when we were ordering those socks, we one hundred percent expected that they were like full size socks, and we we're like, yeah. what the fuck are these? But yeah, they, I liked them in the end. Um, recycling a bit, beady, didn't you? The old ones. The odd time yet, and then I realized how bad they were. <laughs> and then that was the end of that. Um, X and A on the bad nay of the socks there. I mean, it's he's allowed to do it now, he's allowed bad with them, but yeah. if anyone. You never know. You never know. Well, certain types of. <laughs> those small yeah. ones wasn't a fan of, but like there was other ones that I still wear to this day and would love. Did, didn't we get. Didn't some of the baked Alaska come in a smaller size as well? Well, I, I, I've, I've a vague memory of one of the longer socks. They, um, they, 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 yeah, they, they, there was one pack or two packs and were like kid sizes. Do you not remember that? And your one came back to us in the market and she's like, 
Look, Maybe. normally I wouldn't be complaining about this, but look at that. That's not an adult sock. <laughs> like, no, you're not getting your money back. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. Isn't an old woman like just caught us out of pair of socks with both more Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. I, I only got two. You said I was getting three, and we were like, we definitely gave you three. Yeah, just yeah, gave her another so. pair of socks. Yeah, Rev. Remember that. She was there every week as well. Yeah. Every week. She bought a pair the first week, and then that was the end of that. She's <laughs> yeah. lovely, though. Yeah, yeah, she was what, nice. What was, yeah. The, what, what was the night out we had? Remember in the Dean to celebrate launching the business? Remember that? Nope. No. <laughs> it was a rooftop. Remember? It was, yeah, it was the three of us. We went out and we were celebrating, right? It's up and running. We're making money. Unreal. We're great and celebrate. And we met your one. Remember, she had the uh, that uh, eyebrow thing down in Cork. I think you remember that. Yeah. Don't remember going out as the three of us to say that we'd launched Funky Foot, though. Yeah. I'm not making it up. It happened. <laughs> I'm sure it was great. Yeah, that was fun. Um, did I ever say the out. point? You're gonna have to watch. Take it. Oh my god! Did I ever say the thing that I was trying to say, which would have been the future of the business? I think no. I got trailed off. Yeah, yeah, that's. I've had a few bits of cannabis in my system. I don't know why I'm calling it cannabis today. I've literally never said this word so many times in my life. Um, yeah. Weed. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah well anyway it's distracting me from getting to the point which was this that the way that we would have made real money moving forward because we did this one sale was selling wholesale socks like yeah. going to a suit shop and yeah. i re- like think we realized there was like a there's a two-tier system of like suit shops where it was one <laughs> tier that sold funky foot or sorry <laughs> wishful thinking that sold happy socks happy yeah and one tier that were like wanted to but they wouldn't they wouldn't sell them because Happy Socks like were, you know, exclusive about where they sold to. And we could have just gone around all of those second tier of suit shops and sold the socks. And we sold like, how many did we sell in the first go? Like, love, like yeah, we got into Love Suits. That's right. Which yeah. had about six branches around the place. That's and they right. sold them in three branches, I think. So they had How many socks did we sell them? About 300. Yeah, they took a couple of hundred off. I think it was more than that, wasn't it? I think I thought it might have been like eight hundred or something, and I, then they bought a second order that was about three hundred. Because it was like many. it was maybe five hundred. What did we do for something like? Yeah, I we, I just we got them down, we got them down to we still made like double or maybe even triple. What we initially paid per pair off them, they were yeah, they bought them for three euro pair. That's right, us. and they're retailing them at eight ninety five, like we tell them. Yeah, and we got them for what, like one eighty five, one seventy nine a pair, all in three different numbers. We all remember one seventy five, one eighty six, one eighty three. And all in the same ballpark, though. All in the same yeah. ballpark, yeah. We, we all know roughly where it was. Yeah. It was under two year old pair, anyway. Yeah. Um, we were making four we X in the market. Yeah, yeah we're selling for like a five at the market, weren't we? Maybe like no three for twenty. We started we at eight. Yeah, yeah I think it was eight quid three for twenty. Yeah, eight ninety five, um, man. We started off. Um, yeah, it was eight ninety five, and then we dropped down to nine. It was seven ninety five. Yeah. Yeah. Good times. <laughs> two, two lessons I would take from the suit shop experience. First one, we sent them an invoice and they were like, uh, you didn't include VAT. And we were like, um, and I'd like, <laughs> which I think we could have charged on top of what we charged. But we just yeah. Didn't do that. What's we're that? Like, tax. What's that? <laughs> what? Wait, what? We have, wait, we have to pay tax. <laughs> Um, tax managers listening, we did pay tax, just we're joking. Yeah, I don't think we ever required to pay tax, we never made a profit, so it's fine. Yeah, no, that's true. Um, and we didn't didn't, like reach out to enough suit shops exactly to about six in total, max 10, Mm. and then we got a few no's, but most of them were 
pretty happy just to hold them in the shops until they sold. Yeah. And if they didn't sell, they'd give them back to us. I remember, yeah. was it, whose boyfriend was it? But he was working for um, a shoe company and he sent me like a list of like 280 shoe stop, shops across yeah. Ireland. Yeah. Mm. Fucking hell, lads. And we just never actioned it. We, yeah. just, we were like right on the edge of really starting to crush it. We were like, let's yeah. just... Uh, yeah, let's not maybe. <laughs> Wasn't even conscious though. It was just like but we. There was so... a few things which stopped Funkfoot in his tracks. That was <laughs> you, Angus moving to London. Yeah, that didn't help. And then John moving to Australia. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was the only one here to sell at the markets, put them into all uh... shops, and then keep it going. Yeah, more than able, but trying to run another business on top of it. Yeah, uh, I'm having you, a day job. <laughs> you you used to love going to the post office and selling socks. Send you were like off. mates with the person in the post office. Oh, the girl oh, yeah. snorting. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, no, I'll bring them to the post office. Don't worry. Uh, <laughs> but that you just reminded me of another thing. I've got two more lessons from the suit shop. Then one is we agreed exclusivity in Dublin with them, which was a bad idea, and there was like no need to do that because that we had all the leverage. Don't know why we agreed to that. That was stupid. I'll take full credit for that one. Uh, I disagree to that, I'm pretty sure. Um, and the other one, though, <laughs> this one's a bad. This one is a big no-no. If you're going to be in business and use second, <laughs> I I in a second order, they did a second, I think it was something like 500, like, I think it was something like 800 pairs or something the first time, and like two or 300 pairs in this second order. And we just never send them an invoice for the second order. Yeah. Gave them hundreds of pairs of free socks. So don't do. There's a tip if you're starting a business. If you give people product that they're supposed to pay for, make sure you charge them for the product. Pro, that is the pro tip. Learn the hard way. <laughs> and like agree times that they're gonna pay you as well. Don't be like, oh, when you sell them. Exact times that you're going to be like, yeah, this date. Yeah. <laughs> that being said, if if I think that's a smart way though, if if they're gonna say no to stocking them, if you can get them to stock it and only pay if they sell them, and like then you just go get them off them if not. Like I do think that's like could be a good move. Yeah, but like then you're just sitting and waiting until they sell all the stock or at least stay in contact with them. We just sort of yeah. let them go and that was it. Yeah, true. <laughs> we just didn't even call them or see how they're getting on or anything like that. Yeah. No follow-up. I'll be back in yeah. two seconds. Sorry. Sorry. Pardon me, pardon me, pardon me. Um, yeah, follow-up is true. Mm. Um. Yeah, they they did a great job of merchandising the socks for us. <laughs> yeah, they put them on all their branding stuff online, and yeah. then put a nice display out in the suit shop. Yeah, of all the socks with the fucking mannequin feet. We should yeah, have got some yeah. of them. We tried to order a few, didn't we? Oh, I vaguely remember that. Yeah, yeah. Well, what happened there? We, yeah, we, I remember being really involved in like a process to try and find those at some point. Yeah, definitely. Mannequin feet, John. Oh, I did. <laughs> I, I, I got my, I got my hands on a pair of those mannequin feet. Then what happened? Then what happened? Yeah, I never I saw moved, that. I, I moved to Australia, but. Uh, <laughs> uh, but, but, but oh, another part was, of Funky Foot was um, our last day. <laughs> Which was our greatest day, was when we got into Google Markets. Oh, oh yeah, with a friend of mine, Ash Dunn. Thanks for that. Yeah, nice one, Ash. Legend. Yeah, uh, and then um, yeah, that was our busiest day. Most we, socks ever sold. We, Had them in a nice little packaging. Yeah, yeah. Three yeah. pairs for boxes. twenty. Oh, we got the boxes. Box, boxes. Yeah, yeah, we got the boxes. Yeah, Pink boxes. Fucking stickers, man. We spent forever in Didi's. It did the job though. Oh no, absolutely. Completely. Yeah. I was saying, like, we, we spent that whole evening in your front room of your parents' house just putting yeah. stickers on boxes. 
took so long. <laughs> I'd forgotten about that. Fuck yeah. I'd already yeah. bailed to London at this point. So you that was all you boys. Yeah. Yeah. So John helped me in the morning. I drove in and then you helped me carry all the stuff from my car up the spot in Google. Yeah. And then we set up and then had a great day. Right. We're loving those boxes. Bag of sand we nearly made that day. Yeah. Alone, like mm. great. Absolutely great. Wag was there with his mom as well. Selling jewelry. Selling jewelry. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Uh, but yeah, we see that was that was another like if we had gotten into more of those kind of Christmas markets for those yeah. multinationals, my God. Yeah, that would have been great. Jeez, yeah. yeah. Just get, a, get them in a Christmas market this Christmas, the life over shock. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Um, yeah so yeah two thirds of the company moving to different countries that's probably yeah, definitely not a not <laughs> idea <laughs> that's another step maybe not recommended yeah yeah big time like I was so naive I was like yeah I'll take a load with me over to Australia and I'll try to sling them over there yeah. <laughs> load swore them <laughs> Um, um. Okay. What would everyone say? Let's start with the negative and then end on the positive. What would everyone say is the? Let me let me think. What I'm trying to say, like, what was the stupidest thing we did? I'll go for that. I think probably my answer is the. Uh, my initial answer is obviously not invoicing for the uh, three hundred pairs of socks or whatever it was. Is there anything anything a bit more subtle I can think of? Anyone else have any thoughts? I, I think just that... not pushing it enough to get into more suit shops and then trying to expand it that way, and then online, obviously as well. I think like, wholesale was the answer, really. Wasn't yeah, it? like selling the markets, you only you're going to have to sell. You can only going to sell max hundred pairs a day, and then yeah, few markets. That's like still only three hundred a day. That's only happening at the weekends. Mm. So, like, if you had online, it's going to be constantly going, constantly pushing it. And then Christmas times and that, mm-hmm. socks are going to be a lot more popular. I think. I think my biggest negative would probably be lack of consistency. I think that was a big, big killer for us. Um. Like if you're not consistent with it constantly and always on top of things, it's just it's not going to happen. Not in the way it could. If you Yeah. Yeah. I think we were pretty good at it though to a point. Yeah, we but were. it's just like the, the sticking power of continuing to stay consistent. I think, yeah, you're right, is where it's exactly. sort of <laughs> yeah, exactly. But you had all fuck, the best. What were we thinking, lads? We were getting so good. We broke even overall. Yeah. yeah. And I financed the whole thing as well. Yeah. Good thing you yeah. broke even then. <laughs> yeah. You've got a lot of pairs of socks as uh, interest. Yeah, true. Yeah, John gave a few to who are the guys in Dunleary? Oh, Slaughterhouse Vintage. Slaughterhouse Vintage. And I saw on their Instagram there recently that they're selling yes. them. So they're still yeah. being sold. Right. Yeah. Well, yeah. If, if anyone, if anyone listening does want to purchase a pair, slide into Owen Beattie's DMs, and I'm sure he'll be happy to facilitate a cash transaction for pairs <laughs> functional socks. Um, they're a piece of history now, so the price probably gone up yeah. notably. 20, um, Twenty-seven year old pair. <laughs> <laughs> Inflation for you. <laughs> yeah, that, that. I'll never get these things again. <laughs> And um, if you, would you use do it now if you had the choice, like to continue it? Personally, right now, I, I don't have the time at the moment. Mm. I just don't like between work and college. There's no way. There's no way I could. I have time to to throw in a a, a, a side hustle. Or, I'm not or, saying I would, but just want to get your opinion on it. Yeah. yeah, I could be tempted, definitely. <laughs> mm. Especially after this conversation, realizing how fucking well we were doing. It's like, yeah, what just we need did to wrong. replicate that process. Also, living in England now, I feel like the uh, there's more scale in London. So, like, 
probably so many of those suit shops here as well. Yeah. Um, yeah. And like, well, but I, again, you wouldn't even sell at the markets at all. No. You'd just yeah, go probably not. Post-layout. Maybe them Google Christmas straight markets. online. <laughs> yeah, maybe like special one day markets, but mm. but not like a consistent going every weekend selling no, on the same no. market. No, I don't that think was so. just way too much hassle. Yeah, for not enough profit. No, yeah, no. But it then we were paying for the market as well. Of course, that just, of course yeah, not. yeah, decimated profits. But yeah. like, I I think in terms of like, if you're if if you are a young entrepreneur and you probably don't have too much selling experience i think a market is just the best way to get hands-on uh b2c sales experience like you know it's yeah i think it's invaluable yeah. it's yeah, invaluable it's really good to get out there start selling learning sharpen your teeth and and, and kind of get to understand people and and you know the, those skills you'll be able you'll be able to carry into into you know the everyday world and and into whatever business you're trying to run. So I would yeah. say that it, 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 was, it certainly wasn't, uh, you know, wasted time or wasted mm. money. Uh, yeah. Like, and also, even if you're breaking even on that market spend, that's like, if you're breaking even on building brand awareness, then it's like a net positive because it's like mm-hmm. all the people we're interacting with, even the people who weren't buying the socks were like hearing the brand starting to know. And it's like, part of it is just that process of doing that over and over again. So like the fact that we're making a bit of money, I think it was like had its upsides, but yeah, I think there's definitely a uh, quicker ways. And I think, yeah, the wholesale thing is just so it's just like, yeah, it's so much easier to like yeah. so much. I think it is so much better to make you making less profit, but you make so much more revenue because you can sell so many more in one go sort of. Mm. Yeah. yeah, 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 and you're not the one selling them. The shop are the one selling them. Yeah, like, exactly. Do any of the work? Yeah. They're doing, and they're work. like building your brand a bit for you as well yeah, at the same yeah. time. Because like, then if you have the website on the on the packaging, then somebody buys it from the suit shop. Yeah. The next time, might just go straight to your website. It's like you're making more then. Um, what was the thing we did best? Getting the content for the photos. And for the actual Instagram and stuff, it's probably one of the best things we did. Yeah. Getting out there. Yeah. Get the photos and schedule and posts. If I was to do it again, I would say that it, the one thing I would add to the Instagram would be like more of the behind the scenes stuff. I think we had great content of the socks. Mm. But I think almost making it more about us and the story of us building it could have been like a way that got people bought in to sort of follow the story, if you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. At the end but of the, the day, I think the, the visuals were, were on point. Uh, one of the positives. Um, leaving me do the Bernard Shaw on Saturdays. That <laughs> 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 uh, was definitely a positive. <laughs> uh, <laughs> One fucking times, yeah. The British show was a good one. Um, what else? I, I, I think the naming of the socks and that sort of stuff, like that sort of part of the brand, I think that was good. That was a lot of fun, like, yeah. yeah. And I think, yeah, going to the wholesale move that was a good move, too. Mm. And I think the branding, I think, like, we rushed into the first pair, didn't really think through the branding, but I think we we reacted well to that in the second round the branding was really nice we had it on point we'd like thought it through yeah i feel like we were yeah i think the the sorry to go back to a negative but the the only thing we did wrong really was to stop because like all the other stuff we were figuring out and course correcting from and like ending up in a better place by the end than we were at the start we just fucking stopped yeah Yeah, i think the packaging (laughs) wasn't bad at all yeah we had it on the socks and then we had what we send out to people. And then, remember the notes we used to send to people as well? Yeah, yeah. Like 100 yeah. notes, yeah. Yeah, 100 notes that we'd add into delivery, thanking people for their buying the product. That's one, that's one that I think actually we probably didn't do great though, that I've started to realize more because I, 
reflecting on my first year of selling the art, I have realized that like one thing is there is an opportunity when someone's like opening it, if the packaging's really nice and there's like branded stuff in the packaging and that sort of shit, that it mm. that makes it more of an experience and it's part of it. And it's like really nice to open something that's nice. And mine has just been like sloppy, like fucking bubble wrap, fucking cardboard, like cut off yeah. a box to resize it to fit because I'm like, whatever. Um so that's something I'm going to focus on moving forward. But like, I think we had a, some of it was good. We had like cool colorful envelopes and stuff. And the handwritten note was nice, but I think it would have been good to have like a handwritten note on a branded card or something, or like a sticker, some shit like that. That's like a little yeah. extra layer. Not, not just a, a, an A4 page we've torn in half. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you could what tell. did we used to you say in those notes, lads? Oh, thank you. We appreciate it so much. Yeah. <laughs> so unfair. Stay like, funky. But, yeah. So, oh, what was it? Um, peace and love. Uh, peace, love, and what was, what was the sign off? Peace uh, and love, the funky fuck crew. Maybe. No, I had a special ring to it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was mine not good enough. Yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> I got. I got. I'm nearly sure it's on our like, it's on our post. Oh, probably. Someone wants to go look for it, maybe. Yeah, this is riveting listening. Yeah, searching. Okay, guys, just fucking bear with us. It's just here, just here on. uh, I'll smoke another one hitter to pass the uh, (laughs) silence. Nice. Actually, we actually posted like a lot of photos, man. How many posts do we have? Um, in total, like 184 posts. Like that wasn't bad going. Nice play. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Peace, love, and. Oh, I think it was just peace and love, right? <laughs> <laughs> peace and love. <laughs> Oh, oh, my, oh my days I was so skinny back then Jesus <laughs> <laughs> let me see this photo uh, um, anyway, it was great I'm telling you, it, it was, was great so it was it was so much fun any what are your what are your parting words of wisdom lads for the uh, podcast listeners Ah, be consistent. Be consistent. Be consistent. Be consistent. I think that is, and keep learning. Um, I think, you know, that consistency is what will make it all work. And it's going to take time, but you will get there eventually. And, and, and what you start off with, the product you start off with, or the business that you start off with is going to look so different to what your polished final product will be like. So yeah, keep, keep keep consistent and keep learning. Love it. Oh baby. I'd probably just say if you have some sort of small business that you're thinking of doing, just go for it. What's the worst that's gonna happen? And having something to fall back on it always helps, but it's not always must. And then just go for it, really. And if someone's in County Dublin and they want a bus, where should they go? <laughs> they should contact myself and I'll be able to sort them out. How do they do that? South Dublin Minibus Hire. South Dublin Minibus Hire. Dublin um, Bus Company. Oh yeah. Yeah. For all your bus needs. Um it's expanded into school work, do airport jobs, we do it already. Anything you need a bus for, um, BD is the man to contact. And, um, and if you need <laughs> any any recruitment uh, requirements, hit me Indeed. up at jcocklin at sigmar.ie and I'll do my best. Specifically in the finance? It, it can be absolutely anything. Is it? Oh, anything. Yeah, okay, dokers. We, we, um, we are yeah, a very large company uh, and we look after pretty much every sector in the industry. So, yeah, get for us real? See if we can have. Love it. Um, my parting words of wisdom: Don't stop. It's the only way to fail. 
figure out what works, do stuff, figure out what doesn't work, do less of that, do more of the stuff that works, and then just keep doing that. Yeah. And yeah. don't forget to get high sometimes because it helps. Expand <laughs> the way you think. <laughs> uh, just get a different perspective, you know? So. And, and at the end of the day, it's the start of the night. This has been the Creative Marketing Podcast. Thanks for tuning in. Tune in again next week for another episode of the Creative Marketing Podcast with me, your host, Angus Boyle. On oh, next week's episode, uh, what's happening next week? Oh, I have it written down on some fucking paper somewhere, but I don't know what the answer is. Oh, is it that it? Is that time already? Jesus. Next week. Exciting. We talked about it in the intro, but next week is... Uh, I'm going to be doing an episode to celebrate the one year birthday of ArtByAngus.com and my whole venture into becoming one of the biggest and most successful artists ever to have lived. Um, We're just early in the process, gang. Um, And yeah, I'm excited for that. It's going to be a good one. It's going to coincide with the relaunch of ArtByAngus.com. Uh, don't bother going there at the moment because there's fucking nothing for you to see there there's absolutely nothing for you to see until the 11th of May at which point there'll be loads to fucking see Um, don't forget to share the podcast with some people that might be helpful for you know maybe some people it won't be that helpful for just get them to listen see maybe they'll like it maybe they'll just have a bit of fun oh I was reaching for my guitar I've already done that part Um. Which means I can just sort of meander my way to the end of the episode. And I'll see you again soon. Cheers.